Thank you so much for joining us today on the Shuffle and Spog. We have Mark Tor here. He's going to give us a little bit of insight into the shuffling community and just a little bit more about himself. Um, before we get into the interview, I would love to have you take it away and just give us a little bit more about yourself, Mark. Okay, so hi, Verbal, and thank you for inviting me to this interview. My name is Mark and I'm from Spain, Barcelona, and I'm 23. I started shuffling like six years ago and now I've been teaching for three years. And yeah, um, I just make my first interview in English. So sorry for my English, but I will try my best. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's okay. Your English is really good. I've always, always told thank you that. You. Not to worry and not to stress about that. <laughs> okay. All right. So. How are you since I last saw you in Barcelona? I mean, it's crazy to think it's been over a year. Have you been yeah. doing good? Yeah, um, this last year, um, big things happened in my life. Like this last year was um, really crazy uh, because of coronavirus and personal stuff, uh, projects, but yeah. And this last year was uh, good in some things and bad in other things. In the last months, for me, it was really difficult uh, in my area, like in shuffling. Because, well, in, in this uh, new year, like 2020, um, I started like uh, recovering from my injury because I I was injured in uh, in Mexico uh, when, I, when I was doing a tour in Latin America, like five countries. Um, yes, I remember that. We were talking about it too. Because you yeah. did you sprain your ankle? Was it or? Yeah, it's like I just um, make one wrong step and I just and it uh, slipped break under. My, yeah, but it was like for uh, at the first moment it was like okay, it, it it's like it hurts, but I think I can just walk and you know just uh, try to uh, think that okay, it's nothing, it's nothing. But yeah, I have my, the injury in my feet, so. Uh, I was the entire tour uh, with the injury, I and sometimes I I was dancing, but with the injury <laughs> because I can't stop. You know, when you're with people that uh, are are just sharing the same passion, are you dancing with people and just meeting people? It's so difficult just to control you and not to dance. You know, of so, course, yeah, because like so. you're there for a reason. You're there to dance. Yeah. You're there to connect with people and teach and learn and not being yeah, able to exactly. dance when that was the sole purpose of going there and really like it was so, so hard for me uh, the first day i have uh, uh the, my first injury because it was like i break you know my one of my uh, ligaments the name you know the yes yeah ligament yeah ligament so it was hard for uh hard for me it's weird for me because i i never injured my myself you know with the fit so it was hard. I, I was uh, in other countries. I was traveling and I was injured. So uh, <laughs> there's a lot was going like, on. Frustrating, like why this happened to me. But I just uh, follow my travel, like um, continue my travel and just uh, making classes, but not dancing, but just talking and just teaching, but not dancing, and just meeting a lot of good people because in Latin America there is really cool people, really talented people. And for me, it was the best, one of the best experience in dance because uh, just meet the people that saw your videos or just know you from years ago and people that love you, that uh, give you things and pe people that give you a lot of love, you know? 
Yeah, for so. sure. So despite the injury and it being your first, I should say, shuffle injury, because mm -hmm. I feel like every um, shuffler I've met has had one, you know, at least big <laughs> injury that's kind of taught them, you know, that they're not superhuman and that we are yeah. all, you know, at the end of the day, we're all human, right? I mean, I told you I had my injury too. You know, I broke my foot as well. So. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's a hard thing to to recover from, but I think all the love that you were getting too, and just like being there with your purpose was still mm -hmm. like keeping you going, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like um, all the love and the meetings and the people was like okay, really good vibes energy, you know, but it was so hard just not to dance because all the people just asking me, why you don't dance? I'm just displaying all in, in all the countries, all the days, like I'm injured, I have an injury the first day. I, so. It was really hard because my fling and seeing, seeing people dancing and, and shading was like, wow, I want to, uh, and I can't just, but well, sometimes I just start dancing because I can't control the feeling like, okay, I'm going to dance. So, because I just uh, start listening to music and it's like, my movies just start to moving. And, you know. <laughs> I know exactly the feeling you're talking about. Yeah. So yeah, I just yeah, have an injury, but then I dance sometimes because um, I don't have to, but I just dance. And uh, I just made the, all the tour uh, with the injury and just teaching, but not dancing. Uh, yeah, I just enjoy a lot this experience. And I hope the, the next time I don't have an injury the first day of the tour. Yeah, but, it's true. So. And I think we learn a lesson too when we injure ourselves as well. Like, yeah. again, I think it comes back to what you were saying. Um, like what, instead of thinking, you know, why is this happening to me? But what is this teaching me? Like what? you know, at least what can I appreciate more as well in my life? And I think as a dancer and someone who's dancing all the time, when you're not able to do that, you realize how much it means to you and how much it helps you in your life, right? Yeah, and this injury teach me a lot, a lot, a lot um, in my body, like how, how, how I, what is my movement, what I can do, what I can't do, you know? So this uh, injury uh, teach me a lot because for example, this injury, uh, I um, I just I just get injured, but by a step that didn't was like shuffling. It was like just a split. So I injury doing a step that is not from my dance and from movements that um, I can do. Now I can do it. I have to uh, just warm up more or just have more flex to do that. It can, this kind of steps. So this teach me that okay, you can make these movements and that, but your body is like. And your body, you have to know your movements if you can do this or can do that, you know. So this was a hard, um, uh, you know, hard uh, lesson to For know. Sure. But, but but you yeah. came out a lot stronger, and now you know yeah. your body and you understand your body a lot better too, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good to hear because. I mean, a lot of people have approached me since I broke my foot and I was very um, outward about it on social media because everyone's wondering again, why aren't you dancing? And it was in the summer festival season. Everyone keeps asking me, why aren't you dancing? I'm like, I can't walk. <laughs> so <laughs> It's a hard yeah. thing to go through. And I think um, mentally more than physically, you experience yeah. a lot yeah. of pain yeah. and, and it hurts to not be able to do what you love. But when you are able to do it, and I'm sure, you know, you're back at 100% now, right? Yeah, um, it's like um, what you said about physically, uh, my foot was healing, but my emotions don't heal like physically, you know, because, okay, I was healing and, and recovering from the injury, but my emotions wa was like, pff, so, not depression, but it's like, pff, so, 
like bad vibes you know like okay i'm now i just have to practice a lot again i'm just not good enough you know so, so a lot of things in my mind that was okay my my feelings and my you know i am i'm hurt and i'm have an injury of in my emotions you know so for sure for sure because so, you're always worried too like i was at my peak when i did this and now i have to work so hard to get back yeah. to that point as well like you're worried about the process of becoming back to your you know your athletic your self yeah yeah right? i think that yeah i think i think that injury you have uh, to be a really consistency in the in the healing like uh practice uh, just to uh, make the exercise for healing but um not only this that you have to uh, recover every day from the injury you have to work in your emotions you know like work in your emotions and your mental health you know because uh, there is a relation in your yes. emotions and your physics if you're like anxiety and you feel bad and you have depression or something if you have bad emotions your body will respond in some injury or in some you know symptom like you know so oh, i totally believe that as well and i think probably you might have been because for me at least i was overexerting myself i was pushing myself too hard all the time and i wasn't giving mm -hmm. myself necessary breaks and i think that's ultimately why my injury was resulted right so the same thing goes you know if you're in that frame of mind where you're so busy and you're not focused on your own body's health too um, you need to take that step back and really focus on making sure that you're putting in time for self-care and making sure you're relaxing, yeah. not pushing yourself so far. But I agree completely. You know, it's definitely an emotional process as well as um, a physical process of healing because, you know, you, you have to go through that stage of, okay, this is happening, but I need to stay positive. Otherwise, my body will not heal for me and it will not respond for me in order to continue dancing again. So you have to be mm. in that positive mindset in order to heal. Yeah, yeah, of course. I totally agree. And yeah, I think that mm, I have a lot of uh, good lessons uh, in this injury. And then I have like um, a little bit injuries like for weeks, you know, like the typical and you know that uh, okay it hurts or you know like in some uh, parts of my body but you know that that injury that the last year injury was for me the biggest uh, injury that last more month you know but yeah this was a good lesson to learn and just to care of my body and i think that it's the same important the practice than the rest you know it's the same important because if you don't rest good if you don't just I sleep well I think that you're gonna injure like forever because you have to take care but yeah it's a lot of lessons but so what would be I guess you know because there's so many people with injuries all the time and people approach me all the time what would your advice be to someone who's injured themselves and who's used to shuffling a lot and who's maybe down on themselves because of this my advice to this yeah hmm. my advice is uh, not to going down it's just uh, a time you know it's it's not all your history this time you will be bad like, like you will be injured and you have to be patient um in this but i think that you have to know you have to know where you want to go if you want dance just to express, express yourself so you have to uh, wait and just take care of yourself rest but i just see um, a netflix um documental Documentary. Mm -hmm. Documentary, yeah. Uh, the name is Move, 
And okay. one guy said, okay, I was homeless uh, and I dance every day for like eight hours, like a lot of hours. And he just uh, made a lot of injuries, but he have to keep dancing because, you know, he have to just eat, you know. So this made me think that, okay, it's true that we have injuries, but you, you can adapt your body just to practice things that doesn't affect the injury while you are healing, you know. So this is another point that I just saw in the injuries, but I think that injuries you have to take uh, like care of yourself, be patient and just, you know, your, your body is going to rebuild and recover and you're going to be like better. So mm -hmm. and patience. it's a lot faster when you when you look back, you're like, oh, it didn't seem like you know, it was that long, but when you're in that time, like you said, like history wise, like it's only a short period of time that, you know, it takes for you to get better. But in that time, it feels like it's forever, right? Because you yeah, just want yeah, to dance yeah. again. But when you look back now, you're probably like, oh, that, that was only like, you know, two, three months. Like it wasn't, yeah, yeah. you know, that long of time. Right. So how long did it take for you to fully heal? Like when were you back to your <clears throat> full prime dancing? From October to fully recover the injury February like middle February okay yeah. so that's pretty good and then from yeah. there it was just like keeping up or like kind of like getting back to your um athletic self that you were before like you know yeah strengthening stamina stuff like that right yeah and and then in just well, like one month or I just totally recover and then in one month then another like little injury um happens like appears in my uh, leg and it and it was like okay don't worry mark it's just like a little bit injury and then in in one month like one two months i recover and then <laughs> another like uh, the the last is my for example last month i just make another little injury that i have in my knee mm -hmm. but i'm healing now but it's not like a big injury but it's like little injuries you have in your body that you have to heal because if not you can full dance 100 but yeah i think that injury and your body is like a part of dancing and in our lives not just on dancing in, in your entire life so you have to take these injuries like with philosophy and just patience and you know because if not you're going to like drop out like just give up you know yeah no i'm completely with you on that and i think more people who hear that as well from someone like you that you know they may think like maybe someone didn't even know that you were injured before right it just kind of goes to show that not nobody is perfect and everyone goes through these instances of injury especially if you're dancing a lot so the more you can kind of create a positive mental health space for yourself, the better it is because it's going to happen anyways, like you said, if you're dancing a lot. So the more you can kind of take care of yourself physically and mentally, the better prepared you are to handle these situations. Yeah, for sure. I guess we kind of touched a little bit on this past year, but I know there's been a lot going on, especially with coronavirus. I know you guys have had a lot of um, issues in Spain as well. What has this past year looked like for you as a teacher and a content creator? Um, this last year has been difficult uh, in this area, like uh, for me creating uh, content because my content, uh, like most likely my, my most of my content is outdoors, you know, like going in the epic uh i don't traveling. know traveling <laughs> yeah traveling just making crazy things with my friends and my filmmaker 
and when we have the lockdown was okay fuck so i can just make my my thing you know because we are on lockdown and my home is not just too big to make like crazy videos so i was like okay so just chill and i have like a, a garage you know mm -hmm. like that it's like a really big uh, local and i just created a studio for me in that uh, lockdown i was just rebuilding and just painting you know for to create a personal studio it's really awesome thank how you, you decorated <laughs> thank you so for me um it was like um okay from like a teacher um i just adapt myself and started like classes online and i started one of my biggest projects that is shuffle academy shuffle academy yes and yeah. And this project for me is like my legado, legacy. Yes, yeah. Yeah, because I think that Shuffle Academy have to be like, um, not only online classes, I want in the long term, just make academies uh, and make a uh, shuffle in the dance styles like hip hop, breaking, popping, you know. I think that we have to grow up because you see hip hop, hip -hop culture, uh, break dance culture, popping uh, culture and in shuffle culture you know <laughs> like, yeah. uh, we have to grow a lot just to stay in the uh, academies like one more dance like you know because people nowadays pro dancers um, like hip-hop professional dancers choreographers just see shuffling as a good running man and this is a dance or just steps you know like mm -hmm. <laughs> because I think that people don't just take uh, shuffling like that seriously Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I know so, exactly what you're saying. You mean in the dance world as well, because often I feel like shufflers take it very seriously, but then the other dance genres are kind of like, oh, is shuffling like considered a well-known dance genre or is it just a phenomenon? That kind of exactly. thing. So for me, uh, Shuffle Academy is um, the, the teaching methods that have to grow the community, have to grow the in the all the, um, the centers, uh, academy centers, you know, just to teach this dance as a normal dance, like hip hop, you know. And um, I have like a related uh, friends that work in really good and interesting projects like Shuffle Shukis, you know. Yes. Shuffle Shukis, uh, that are my, fr my friends here in Barcelona, are making like really good projects about uh, shuffling too, just making shuffle like professional, you know. So we work together just to yeah. bridge that people just to grow up together to make good community because here in Spain we're really strong with the, our community with our you know students and I think that yeah so as a teacher this last uh, month was about making online classes and start this project and then I as a content creator I just make my studio and I don't feel anything uh, till I can go outside and just start again filming so it was like a pause in the content creator, but then again, just restart. Yeah, for but sure. And I think we all miss your epic locations where you go and shoot amazing videos. Although recently, I think um, you've kind of done that a little bit more now that restrictions were lifted a little bit. Um, I saw you and Guerrera doing like some sort of, it was like an, a reel on his page, but it was like kind of like in, near the mountains area. So is that around Barcelona? Like, are there good yeah. areas around Barcelona at least where you can kind of drive to and shoot content? Yeah, yeah. And um, now we have restric uh, restrictions, but um, we can uh, just go outside and just film things. But yeah, it's near Barcelona. Like we have like good places here because Barcelona is, is like a city that if you want, you can have Barcelona for life. You can just 
Oh yeah, I I'm, believe that. After you know, like like you can see Barcelona. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Yeah. Like the yeah. amount of film locations are endless. Yeah, like, there's a lot of honestly. locations in Barcelona. Uh, there's people that just see the typical locations like Sagrada Familia, um, Plaza España, Sans, uh, Ramblas, Plaza Catalunya, the typical you know locations. But we have more more uh, locations that are really nice to film and make epic things. And in Catalonia, there's really good locations, mountains, like, you know, um, a lot of things that you can film uh, really nice. So yeah, I have stuff to to make and I have really good stuff that will I will upload in the few, in, in the continuous, in the following days and following weeks, so yeah. Oh, so we can look out for some good content coming from you yeah. soon. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So tell me a little bit more about teaching. Um, when did you start and what led you to becoming a shuffle instructor? Okay, I started in, in February uh, 2016. At the time, I was practicing uh, with some friends in a um, civic center, I think it's the name. Um, that's when um, they asked, uh, there, there was some students of hip hop seeing me like dancing and practicing in that center. And people were like, oh, can you teach me this and that? And I was, okay, okay. So I just, you know, I teach some steps, running man and that, but um i still didn't feel uh prepared because like a teacher you know because uh i think that i didn't have that knowledge of dance you know because i just have like in that time two years of practicing you know clean shapes shuffling uh, in that time i wasn't prepared as a teacher but uh students of hip-hop just tell me please can can you make one class please i want to just learn shuffling and I was okay because this was every day. Like I go to practicing, and then can you teach me, please, please, please? So I was. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to. So you had a teaching. crowd, a fan, you know, a fan club. Yeah. So okay, chill. I I will start teaching, <laughs> but I, I I just only can teach you what what I know. You know. So for me, it was I don't have the knowledge, but I, I will try to teach what what I know. You know. So I started uh, with one class, like I think that five people. Yeah. And then just uh, going really fast up, like 10 people in one class. And it was nice, like, okay, I'm going to start. And people was feeling the vibe, you know, the, the shuffling vibe, the, yeah, yeah. vibe, the good vibes. So in a few months, I started with two classes, um, like 10, 10, you know, more or less. And then uh, in other center, and uh, called me to make classes. And I was like, whoa, okay, chill. Because, you know, like, <laughs> so fast, like in a few months, all the people wa wants to to learn shuffling. I was like, yo, 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 okay. So I'm just a beginner, like, <laughs> chill, you know? <laughs> but, so you kind of got, I don't want to say forced into it, but you kind of just, it happened that way and, and you started getting huge crowds to your classes. Yeah, yeah. And and then and in, in one year, I think that I have like three classes, like uh, 50 students and different you know I was making different classes um in that that in that center I started I have like 50 students um and then I have other classes in, in other parts of Barcelona and it was like wow like this can be like my job you know like I was like I didn't I never think about it like because I was when I started I was like uh, 17 18 uh, and I didn't dance like in my entire life like I just make one year break dance when I was 13, you know, the typical things you, you do in the high school, like, okay, what I can do, uh, French or uh, break dance? Okay, break dance. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I started break dance for one year, uh, for, yeah, for one year. And then 
I didn't dance in my entire life. The only thing that I disconnect was the in the showcase in the high school that hip hop dance. And yeah. I, I feel when I see dancing, when I was in the high school, I feel that, wow, dance, it, it's um, for me, the feeling was like really, you know, um, happy. Passionate. Like, yeah. And I saw the dance and I was like, wow, I want to dance. But I saw hip hop like the girls doing this. And I was like, <laughs> fuck, okay, I want to dance, but not like this, you know, like I saw in that time a dance like more like for girls. Girls, so I was like, okay, uh, I just I love dance, but I dance, dance you know. <laughs> but then when I see shuffling, I just fall in love with shuffling, and then I started that. And I will tell you later. But yeah, uh, I started teaching like this way, and then in one year, uh, 50 students, and then more classes, and then I, I it was one time that the best time in the classes, you know. Yeah. There was so much people. The the class is so small to to a lot of people, you know. And it was so hard, for, uh, so hard for me to make the classes because it was three hours uh, in one day just making classes and hour, you know, um, with uh, kids and then middle uh, level and then advanced level. Three hours dancing, uh, dancing and teaching. It was so hard. A lot of people. Uh, I was struggling with my voice, like, um, you know, like yelling. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to say the, you know, speaking so yeah, so loud. Yeah, had to almost like yell so that people could hear you. Yeah, yeah. So. <sighs> It was so stressful in the in the best moments, but then um, because it was in 2018 when the shuffling Korean shapes community go really, yeah. Know. But yeah, it was uh, really nice to uh, start uh, in teaching because teaching uh, when you start teaching, you learn from a lot of, uh, from your students. You know, you're not only teaching; you're teaching and you're learning at the same time. You know, you know, because when you're teaching, you are aware of what are you doing and you have to explain that, you know, and yeah. it's not the same explain uh, to this student that the other student, because maybe you, you say the Roman is like this and OK, they didn't catch it. But I explained the same thing to another student and they OK, I understand. And it's like, what the fuck? OK, so I have to, <laughs> you know, so yeah. uh, this teach me that you have to explain the same thing in different words and in different, you know, um, yeah, angles. The same thing so, in different ways to different students. Exactly. So um, teaching, I, I learned a lot of teachers. I learned it a lot uh, with teaching. And um, in 2018, I started like um, really um, understanding more about teaching. I think that in that year, I just started learning how to teach. You know, yeah. from from 2016, from 2018, I was only just um, giving my tools like uh, okay and just uh, this is my running man so okay make my running man so it was so stressful because i didn't know how to improve because for me because i don't have information it was all the same just making choreos maybe i just uh, create a new step and okay i'm going to teach this in class but I have, if you have small info and you you, you always do the same you know yeah but then yeah. But then when you learn how, how the dance work, it's like, wow, there are yeah. no limits. There is no limits, you know? Yeah. So, so when I started learning how to teach and understand the dance, my head goes, you know, like, okay, now I know how to uh, improve my dance, how to teach my dance and how I can improve my students. That was the best lesson, like how I can make that my, my students are not just a copy of me and make my steps. So I have to, I have to know how I can do that. My students improve by them, themselves, you know, like, For sure. because 
it's not the same just to make the cake and give them that, okay, I, I'm going to teach you how I made my cake, but you have to make your cake, you know? Yes, yeah, because shuffling is so personal and everyone wants their yeah. own style. Exactly, so my, my, um, my mistake in the first two years of teaching was um, that I just teaching what I know. Mm -hmm. And the other years uh, was like, okay, uh, I know how to make this. So what is the structure that I can just uh, explain my students? Okay, um, you can make, I don't know, the levels and you can just make this variation doing that, you know? So, okay, I want to all the, uh, apply this concept and apply this variation. So all the people make mm, this, this step and then a variation, you know? So and mm -hmm. we work on one concept or, you know, so we can improve together. And I saw a lot of creativity in, in, in my classes because I have really good students. Like I saw my students it's like, whoa, it's going to be the next generation and crazy next generation, you know? Yeah. I mean, if they're learning from you too, I'm sure they're really going to get yeah. great insight into shuffling because I know, yeah. you know, even our brief speaking and sharing kind of information, both as instructors, I left with a lot more insight into um, cutting shapes, especially because I think you have really narrowed down your craft and really have a great way of explaining shuffling in general. And I think that mm. that people saw that and they were excited by that. And I think mm. you just really led a lot more people to be excited about shuffling. And I think that's what mm. it takes to be a good instructor as well to, like you said, continue learning about your craft mm. so that you can better teach your students, yeah. right? And I think yeah. we're all we're all always learning from each other, even myself included. I always learn from my students, from other instructors, from people in the community, right? Because like mm. you said, shuffling, it hasn't been around for that long. So the rules, the terminology, where you can find information, it's been very kind of hard to better um, educate yourself as an instructor. Mm. Sure. Yeah, I think, um... The, in the first moments in in cutting shape shuffling uh, it was so stressful because people only focus on steps combos and just making all the same steps like spins uh, you know so people yeah. are just copying all the time and it yeah. was so stressful because you don't see like creativity you don't see style because all people are just making the same thing yeah you know so at first years was so difficult just to um um, being different from each other's because all the people was doing the same. Yeah. But then when people start uh, knowing like how to dance and how to make their variations and how to make their style and how to apply things and that that and then then I see a lot of more styles really good vibes you know in the people like really growing his style and um, in teaching I think it's the same. People for example um, some teachers I think that um, only make a uh, like the same and teach the same uh, it's not like it's not wrong you can teach where you want but i think that yeah. um instructors have to go one step like forward yeah yeah and and you don't have to call that okay if you don't do that running man this is not shuffling like if you don't do this this is uh, no this is middleborn like okay this is like more cutting shape this is my you, you have to stop like, okay, it, it's nice to I'll be aware of what kind of style it is because we have in shuffle different sub styles, but yeah. I think that uh, all the shuffling. So yeah, I, yeah. I completely, I'm right on the same page with you on that. I think that, you know, um, mm. you have set yourself apart that way as well and, and not 
being so critical of different styles, but just yeah. welcoming all types of shuffling, right? Because that's really at the end of the day, you know, mm -hmm. what it's all about, right? And I think this lends itself to kind of the next question that I have for you. And I, I think that a lot of people are talking about this in the community right now. There's a lot of discussion around styles and their origins. And I know you know a lot about cutting shapes because you've been there really for the origin of it. What are your thoughts when it comes to cutting shapes? Do you consider it to be a form of shuffling because so many people in the community are very at odds about this? And I'm sure you see that as well. So I'd love to hear your perspective on this. Yes, of course, cutting shapes is a form of shuffling. It's, it's obviously like, yeah, shuffle was born in the private scene in the 80s. Um, so, you know, the it was so popular in, in England and the raves, you know, uh, when all starts with music because you know dance is with music you know if we don't have music we don't can dance so uh, the shuffles uh, have a really good history in the music they're related you know so when the music uh, in 80s like you know there was heavy metal and then a disco like more disco the race began uh, as a radio host organized a vinyl record burning in the middle of a baseball game in 1979 yeah uh, as he liked rock and heavy music and not disco music, one of the reasons why he didn't like uh, he didn't uh, like it because only black and homosexuals were on the discos. So clubs such as Warehouse, the place where music where house music was created and developed, uh, made sure that house music re uh, reached the whole world through through raves. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, when music uh, start the rave start, uh, we start dancing in that raves. So, yeah. Uh, when in Europe um, start the prohibitions, the restrictions in raves, and it was illegal because at the beginning it was illegal, but then it was illegal. Uh, all the organizers uh, moved to other countries to make that raves that was uh, festivals, you know. Yeah. Um, moved to Australia, and then it was in 1984, and um, in that moment, in people in the raves. Um, listen like house trance, you know, this that kind of music with high BPM. But uh, people in that time are the, the born of the movement and dancing. People only just grooving and stomping, you know, like stomping. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this this was the beginning of the dance, you know, because mm, there there was no steps, just only grooving and boom, stepping with the with the music with the beat, boom, boom, you know, people yeah. was just stomping. All started with the the shuffle movement. All started with the stomping. Yeah. So the first step we like made in shuffling was the T step. With the stomping, we start creating that T step movement. You know. Yeah. We had the shuffling. Uh, we had the the running man, and then we had some steps, and then people were just making the running man T step, just making mm. that death. You know, um, like dancing in death. You know, like yes. doing doing that uh, style of really hard shuffling with uh, pants like these, you know. The fat pants, then, yeah, 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 yeah. So which is so, what we would call nowadays um, the origins of Melbourne shuffle specifically. Yeah, exactly, because oh, right? it was in Australia. So that was the beginnings of Melbourne um, shuffle. And then all the people was like, whoa, you know, it was at the beginning was like, um, there's no laws, you know, there's no yeah. shuffling or not. People are just doing the, the stomping, doing the running man, doing the T-step. And, and, and it was like, okay, we're dancing, you know, we're raving, like, you know, people yeah. are just vibing, are just sharing, having fun, you know. Um, and Which is what it should be all about at the end of the day, right? What? That's what it should be all about, is just enjoying yeah. and vibing yeah. and dancing. Exactly. 
Yeah, have the, there is a really good history behind the shuffling scene. Mm. In shuffling and in the raves, it ha, uh, it's it is related to with the drugs, you know, with the yeah. with um the and um, yeah, with with the second summer of love, you know, was you know the hippies, you know, the moment the drugs, yeah. the, all the things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it is so related uh, with raves and all the kind of stuff. And yeah, so. This was the start as uh, this stepping running man and then later in 20s people began to meet in to meet to dance and in 25 uh, with the exit of youtube the first crew onlines were formed and through videos uh, people are recording you know in in youtube uh, this was the moment that the internet um um hit our dance it was the, the first moment that uh, in youtube you you saw the shuffling movement the shufflers you know shuffling and doing um yeah. that, 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 that dance style people just start sharing and seeing people crews online uh, videos and then started to grow a lot this shuffle you know um and, and people started like different places in the world as well yeah right? Which yeah is people started kind of what, and... as well is what i'm wondering too is like how did because you told me as well cutting shapes kind of was born in the uk or in, in europe in general because we do see um, most of the people who kind of originally were doing it were concentrated in Europe. So was it from specifically seeing those shufflers in Melbourne and like you said, through the internet, somehow um, getting a hold of seeing this information and being able to kind of translate that because cutting shapes as a style, it's it's so much more unique and there's so much specific um, stylistic tendencies that you might not see in just that original form of Melbourne. So how was that then translated to cutting shapes? Yeah, the story is that we have like a um, few information uh, in cutting shapes because um, that movement, the cutting shape movement, um, you only have information from dancers, from OGs, you know? Right. Because you saw, you saw internet and in, on internet there is no good information. There is like really commercial things and just people uh, didn't don't have the good information in cutting yeah. shapes. People say, yeah. I, I saw crazy things in, on internet uh, descri describing cutting shapes and it was like, what the fuck, this is not true, like, this is not the history of, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I think if you want to um, learn something or just be aware, you know, you have to go to the uh, persons or people that uh, was involved in that movement, you know? Yeah. So, this is the good information and you will learn how all this starts, you know, so I have uh, really conversations or really good conversations with people that start that movement. Mm -hmm. um, the Cutting Shapes movement is not known exactly when it started, uh, but between 20, uh, 2012 and 2013, more or less. Okay. So um, the first videos I saw uh, of cutting shapes was um, uh, one girl dancing cutting shapes, Lucy Lawless. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I saw one girl just dancing and it was like, whoa. So I liked a lot this, the style, you know, with music and the, the moves was like, whoa, so like fire, you know. And then I start uh, like looking more videos about cutting shapes and I saw um, Cassidy Chaps, that is a teacher that is the founder of um, Pattern House, that was one of the places where cutting shapes um, really expand. And and then one of my biggest, I think that this was my inspiration in cutting shapes, like that the 
um, it kind of pushed everything else forward, right? Yeah. So I saw one guy that his name was Simon Bowles, and mm -hmm. and he was dancing cutting shapes. And when I saw that guy, it was like, wow, he he really inspired me. Like, to I just want to dance like him, you know? It yeah. was like the, the the feeling was so like you know um, hard, like um, that I was I was trying to dance like him, like. I saw the videos of Simon Bolt and I was like, wow, he just fell in love with the dance. And I just want to be like this guy, you know. And in that moment, it was uh, 2014. Yeah. And that uh, it was in the summer of 2014 when I started uh, seeing dancing in cutting shapes. Mm -hmm. Like dancers. But did and they stuff. call it cutting shapes? That's what I want to know. Were they yeah. saying shuffling? Because I think that also lends itself like when I first learned cutting shapes people were just calling it shuffling so when um, the distinction later came like oh this is a different style um and people started pushing cutting shapes to be like oh no this is not shuffling like when when exactly did that happen because I know in the beginning people who were doing cutting shapes still hmm. called themselves shufflers hmm. uh, I think uh, um this uh question the history of why cutting shapes was because um in the pattern house house warmers was uh, like two centers that uh, starts all the movement. I think that they call it cutting shapes because all the people were just, you know, making yes. the uh, crossing. That and crisscross. You know, exactly. All starts with the with the cardio, you know. Yeah. All starts with the cardio, putting like deep music, deep house, deep house music, garage, uh, garage UK music, you know. So all yeah. starts in, in this like people uh, putting music and just freestyling. And they call it like cutting shapes, but there was a mix between house, mix between shuffling, mix between breakdance steps. You know, there was yeah. like a mix, you know, but they call it with the, the deep house music Galaxy UK, they call it like cutting shapes because they, they were, were beeping, cutting, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I think that that was the name, like the movement. Mm -hmm. and, and that was because the, the movement they made, the cutting, that forms, you know, cut, mm -hmm. cut some shapes, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, there were so many songs even written about yeah. cutting shapes later on exactly. as well, right? So when it comes down to it, I think that, like you said, it can be considered an umbrella term when we say shuffling, but then the subgenres can all be, you know, have their own unique flavor. And I think, like you said, cutting shapes was a movement that overall did stem from shuffling and other styles too. But Would you say the main steps or some of the main steps are similar to the ones that someone would use when they're doing a Melbourne shuffle? Because I think this is the main question in the community right now is, is it considered shuffling or is it completely different? Is it its own group no. of dance? It's not different and I and I will answer this. Um, cutting shapes, the difference um, between shuffle, like the normal dance, yeah. it's only the, 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 met the method, you know, you're only just making heel and toe but if you make a running man like a basic running man you're doing with you know with Flat this foot. like yeah but if you're doing courage shapes you're heel and toeing you know the running man yeah so i think uh, it only changed the the technique yeah you know like what but it's the same step you know yeah so i think that uh, is uh, the shuffle have soup styles and cutting shapes is more focused on just uh, making that hoping you know because in cutting we're hoping all the time when we are just cutting shape and just making heel and toe so it's only just, just a style that focus on that 
and just uh, making you know that uh, crisscross, that mm-hmm. cutting that shapes, doing clinical yeah. repetitions, more triplets, just hoping you know. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the same step because uh, like the same dance because they use the same steps, but yeah. it changed. The, it it is a variation of the step, but it's yeah. not the other. It's not other dance because it doesn't have the. All, all is the same conditions in cutting yeah. shapes in the shuffle. It's all the same conditions. So if you have another steps, another um, you know music, it will be like another style. You know, it will be like animation or you know. But it's like popping, for example. In popping, we have like animation or you have the waving, but it's all popping. You know, mm-hmm. so the same is for shuffle. Cutting shapes is a form of shuffling. For sure. You know, so and I think you have to like look at T-step alone, like T-step is used so much in cutting shapes. Like you told me, like the pivoting motion, like is used as a variation for so many other moves as well, not just the running man. Yeah. So yeah, the, I think that this is the, the answer to the question. Cutting shapes is the same as shuffling, but uh, because why? Because you have the same conditions and you change the variation of the step. Mm-hmm. It's only this. No, I I totally agree as well. And I think that having this discussion as well within the community is important because, hmm. you know, we shouldn't be isolating. And I think, you know, this lends itself to conversations we've had even last year where we were Hmm. talking about the styles trying to isolate each other. And I think we can better understand and have a conversation about styles and say, you know, this is what makes cutting shapes, cutting shapes. This is what makes it Melbourne. This is what makes it Cali. But, you know, to understand the difference is okay, but we have to understand too, that we're all part of the same big picture of shuffling and that we shouldn't isolate each other or say you know this isn't shuffling this is shuffling right so i i like having these conversations and i think you're a great person to speak on this because you are part of the cutting shapes movement like you really skyrocketed cutting shapes and i i said this to you when i met you that you know the spanish shufflers took cutting shapes and they took it to another level when it came (laughs) to production and movement and taking those variations and making them the most challenging form of that right like really creating this intricate movement so i kind of want to speak more on this as well you've played a huge part of the development of the scene Hmm. where exactly where do you see this going in the future right like it's it's developed so so much as in up to this point, like before you said, there was just that simple motion of the crisscrossing. It was just very simplistic. And the the technique was very, you know, the variations were more simplistic, but now we see so many variations, so many like different types of moves. So where do you see that going in the future as well? Like what's the next level for cutting shapes and shuffling in general? The next level, I think that um, in cutting shapes, I I mean, I say cutting shapes, but I mean in shuffling, I think that, for me, I don't say I'm a cutting shaper. Yeah, I'm, I'm, my style is more like cutting shapes. Yeah, that's true. But I think I'm a shuffler. I'm not just only shuffler. For me, I'm just only dancer. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, if I have to say what I am like, ah, you're a cutting shaper. Yeah, but I'm more like dancer because I just can't dance shuffle or I can dance like cutting, but I, I can dance whatever because you're a dancer. You're just feeling the music and you try to express this with your body, you know? So for yeah. me, I'm a dancer and um. For what you say about the, the next, the future of dance. Yeah, like where I, is this going? Like how far yeah. are we going to take that? Okay, so just to answer this question, you only have to know the other dances. Like hip hop, how you grow that hip hop? Like it's danced in every, you know, in every um, place in the world. And yeah. how, um, 
you have to see how dancers, the, prof the professional dancers, like 40 years dancing one, one dance, are growing, you know, you, you have to know uh, what are they doing, how they, you know, they grow up. And if you see like electro dance, that uh, is a style that before it was called like tectonic, you know, yes. yeah, but, yeah. but then it, it was like, a, you know, because in shuffle is the same thing. Uh, cognition, you know, the the variation of substyle shuffle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. so it's more likely the style is just raving, you know, it's more, it's the style more like raving, like just only doing the running man, just one clap and some yeah. little variations. It's, it's kind of like or, a funky, like... Yeah, it's so repetitive. Something. It's so grooving. Like, it's the, the cognitions is so, like, raving style, you know? Yeah. Uh, cutting shapes, uh, heel and toe, just hoping. Uh, Melbourne, slide, that slides that um, mm. you are... You're uh, Melbourne, you're doing that running man hack and then, yeah. you know, Cali style, you know, Russian style. There's yeah. a lot of styles, but it's all, all the same. But the future is just to not to call Russian, uh, Kali, Melbourne, uh, cutting. I think that we should call we should call all shuffle, mm -hmm. and then grow up as a as dance. Know our foundations. This is also important. Know what is our foundations, just to um, because this is our um, you know our dance, our movement. Yeah. So from this we go up. And then uh, we know what, uh, why we dance like this, why we use these steps, you know. So we have to be aware what, why we dance like that, and why we dance with that music, and why we dance in um, double tempo. You know, we have to be aware of the, all this, this kind of stuff. And when we are have this information and we all understand the dance, we will grow up and have more level in shuffling, uh, a lot more of uh, development. In teaching too, right? In in teaching, in just styling, you know, in and I think that more shuffle people have to uh, participate in all styles, you know, battles yes. and tournaments, in yeah. all the things, you know, because shuffling is, is just dance too, and we have to, you know. We have to take home. it that step further as a community, for mm -hmm. sure. At the next step of shuffle, I think that in the shuffle community, is that we have to go all together and just have good information, good instructors, and be like together. So good vibes, not just, oh, this is not shuffling, oh, this is, you know. So and do you think unity is like one of the biggest components in that? Because I feel like there's a little bit of a lack of that right now in, in the shuffle community. Well, here uh, I don't see it. Like, because in Spain we have like OGs, like that people that started with um, Melbourne uh, shuffle inspirations and yeah. have their, their old school style. And just only, they don't improve, like they don't have variations of this study. They are Melbourne shufflers and they keep with that. And yeah. it's perfect, with, uh, like for, for me and all the community, it's perfect. You don't have to could say it because it's the yeah. trend, you know, just yeah. shuffle with us, you know. Yeah. So here we have unity. We don't have like mm, bad vibes with other dancers yeah. that dance like more connotations or dance with Future House and then with Bass House and then we, we yeah. all are together. There's no stigma this. attached to listening to different music or dancing different ways, right? Because the whole point is to be unique. So yeah. um, everyone embraces each other's uniqueness and whatever style that they want to embody and how they want to mm. dance personally, right? Yeah, you have and to respect. I think um, you kind of led into the next question that I have for you because okay. I do believe the two communities are different. Right. Like, I believe that your community in Spain is special 
And mm. I've witnessed this in person. I, you know, see it on a regular basis because I was involved with Shuffle Showcase. Um, I was so excited to come for mm, Yeah. Obviously that's gonna happen um, in mm. the future, not sure when, but um, <laughs> I, I do believe your community is different. So what I wanna ask you is the Spanish community in general, this could be, you know, in, in Europe, um, in the Americas as well, because I know you went to Latin Amer America as well. Um, how does this differ to other parts of the world? What makes it different? Is it the style, the mentality, the community? Because I see a difference between, I would say um, the US and Canada in terms of how we perceive the shuffling mm. community versus um, the European shuffling community, which is a whole lot different. You know, mm. So can you speak on this and maybe kind of give us your insight as to why there's these differences? Yeah, um, yeah. There's difference because, but I think that it there's difference because it's different because it burns or the influences are in other parts of the world, you know. Yeah. So it's not the same. This the current shapes of Spain that the current shapes of Latin America. But it's true that Latin America have a lot of influence in Spain, you know. Yeah. So that's true, that's yeah. why when that's why when you see Latin America dancers, it looks like more. Spain, Spain, yeah. Spanish style, you know, and the same about um, in in Europe, Holanda, Holland, mm -hmm. and in uh, Berlin, you know, like yeah. uh, this country in Germany, in Holland, in these countries, I think that the the, the style is more raving, you know, more more yeah. raving. And then in America, I saw a, a lot of great dancers. I love American like dancers. I, just because their style are, are so aggressive. Um, there is really good dancers in America, but it's different because the the people uh, the influence is more like um, old school, I think, like more like Melbourne, more more Cali, and it's true that there are uh, some dancers, um, especially girls, that have that uh, current shapes influence, yeah. like Gabby, for example, that yeah. have that current shapes in the beginnings, you know. Yeah and uh, a lot of more like Elena Cruz that yeah, have yeah, uh, yeah. really so it's true that we are, in America there is like <laughs> two sides like the old school and the new school you know and yeah it's, yeah it's true that that sometimes I saw a lot of uh, controversy like there's yeah, a lot of clashing right like yeah. <laughs> yeah. groups and I I wonder yeah. why because I know in your community you embrace all styles and you support yeah. people who do different styles and you're in full there's no stigma to that so I just wonder you know what can that community benefit from that you guys are doing so well well I think in, in America the, uh, the only problem I, I think is that people probably have so much ego that, that, that they say uh, this is shuffling and if you do this this is shitty shapes uh, for doing influencer things you know I think that this is uh, this is the um, one problem in the yeah. community I think I think that people have to chill just relax <laughs> yeah just relax and say okay you do, you do your stuff and I make my stuff and if you want we can be together if not it, there's no problem you know yeah. But I think that the only problem is that uh, people that are not um, um, professional yeah. try to teach something that um, people that are unknown and don't have followers know that are professional and see people that are not professional teaching that stuff. 
And this is like really hard for that people that are professional, that have a lot of years uh, teaching um, in the craft, you know, and then see uh, um, unprofessional uh, dancers that teach something that they didn't know uh, the name of the step or they didn't know how to teach really. So I, that's, why, what, um, that's why I know that there is, you know, in the community, yeah. this kind of crisis. But so what yeah, would your I advice be to kind of solve that problem? Because I do, I agree, because a lot of people are complaining that miscommunication is the problem of people just trying to teach things that maybe they're not educated in themselves. And then it's angering the people who are very educated and who've been doing this for you know 10 plus years and who are almost offended that they're calling something different but at the same time the people that are trying to learn are saying listen you guys aren't stepping forward enough to tell us how to do this so somebody has to right so again yeah. there's that balancing scale of yes the information might mm. be considered wrong but how can mm. we improve this so that the right information is being put out there i think that the only way just to your com your community just be together and that is uh, make a lot of events but not only events and communication um it's just only doing the good thing. Just be respectful about what you're doing. Because if you say yourself that you are a professional and you don't know uh, what to call, what is the, the step call it, or, you know, you're not a professional. You, you can say you're a um, shuffle instructor. If you don't know really, you know, it, you can be like really good person and just uh, spread the biping and just, I just want to teach because I love the dance. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah. It's no problem. It's not wrong. In dance, there's nothing wrong, you know? But I think that in professional terms, there's uh, things that are wrong because if you want to be a doctor, but you don't know how to, you know, <laughs> you, can, you, you can kill one person, you know? So For sure. in, dance, in dance, it's the same. If you want to um, teach people to be professional, but you're not, you're doing the wrong thing. So just, if you're passionate about your dance, uh, learn. It's, you know, it's easy. Just um, talk with people that uh, have practice and are uh, have really experience in, in the dance. I think that there is no problem just to talk uh, with people and learn yeah. and Bridge do the, the good stuff. For sure. And do the good thing. Yeah, so, because I think I with think. Shuffle Showcase too, like often they will bring people um, to the forefront to teach specific things that are very mm. knowledgeable and educated on the matter, right? And I think yeah. ultimately that's just the main problem is that people are seeing is that they're upset that people are saying that they know and they're professional and that they're teaching the right things when in actuality they haven't educated or informed themselves properly yet. So mm. I think ultimately you're totally right. People need to start having these conversations because right now it's completely at odds and nobody wants to have these conversations at all. And mm. um, I think that we can learn a lot about your community in general because yeah. you're all very kind to each other. There's no form of like backlash or negativity. It's all well, constructive criticism, I would say. In, in the beginning, in our community, uh, when the current trend goes up, yeah. Uh, it's true that our community were separated to old school with cutting shapers. Okay. You know, because cutting shapers do all the same and just this music and old school was like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Because it's not right. <laughs> I know and, exactly and true. So, so what happens? We make events and we organize tournaments or we organize workshops, and meetings, and that um, make us be more together. No ego, um, just talk uh, about uh, dance and be together and 
And one thing that um, helps a lot is talk with other dancers that are not shuffle that are not shuffling like you know um, electro dancers and hip hop hip hop dancers because there are dancers that are really experienced and just can give you really good advices you know so i think that the solution is to unity communication uh, events you know and and do the good stuff do the good thing you know don't, don't do things that you can't do or you're doing wrong with your community on your passion you know Yeah, and so, it's okay to admit that you were wrong, you know, and I think that's the ego thing that you're talking about is a lot of people in the community won't admit or apologize for maybe hurting people's feelings on the matter and I agree I think unity mm -hmm. at the end of the day and conversations and communication mm -hmm. is the only way that we're going to be able to move forward all together because we don't want you know cutting shapes to be popular and all the other styles nobody wants to know them anymore because lots of people want to embody those styles all the time more and more people are saying I want to learn Melbourne I want to know what Melbourne is and that's a beautiful thing right just because they were exposed to shuffling through a mainstream source like cutting shapes doesn't mean they can't go deeper and understand that there's a variety of different ways to move in shuffling and you don't have to just move one specific way and the more we can embrace these differences the more we can kind of move forward but i agree professionalism is the key here if you are saying you're a professional educate yourself talk to people because i myself have done that and you yourself have done that you've gone to the yeah. source right you've had those conversations you've took notes i've seen your notebook and i yeah. have my <laughs> notebook as well i mean we had this conversation as a whole before i even started teaching cutting shapes in canada i i had this conversation with you solely because i wanted to make sure that i was giving people the right information and we can't be scared to approach others and ask for that information. And you know what, if that person doesn't want to give it, there's a plethora of other people who are ready to share that information. Mm, yeah. You just kind of have to talk to the right people, have events, like you said, to get people together, to yeah. start having these conversations. And Shuffluence is all about that. As you know, with the expo, we were trying yeah. to bring in a variety of different people to share their perspective on their craft. And I think the more companies that do this, I know Shuffle Wisdom has popped up as well in California, the more kind of forefront um, leaders we can have that drive this sort of conversation and this movement forward, that all styles are important and that we are united as shufflers, the more we can do this, I think, like you said, we can create a better atmosphere, a more positive space mm -hmm. for all shufflers and newcomers who are just coming into the scene and they want to know and they want to learn and grow with shuffling. Yeah, I think that we have to spread again why we dance uh, we love music you know so when we, we dance because when we hear music we can control that we have to express dancing you know we have to just listen to music and you have to dance and and the best part is not only just expressing your emotions and dance and your words with body it's like um the best part is shading you know and vibe with the, with the people and just look at um all the people dancing is really enjoying that that thing and i think that one more the last thing last advice yeah, is for people that are in a top place like influencer for example mm -hmm. um chill just not uh not, not don't try to be isolated from others because if, if you make wrong things you will not advise to you will not will not be aware of that you know for example if i was isolated with other dancers i will never grow but i i will never understand how to dance yeah. like for real the, the the real dancing you know yeah so 
uh, it happens to an influencers if you're like a dancer uh, you have to uh, have a lot of sources uh, information communication and you will notice if there's good or bad or wrong or you know yeah so um for that top people no don't isolate just uh, share and be aware and um don't ego if you're wrong you have you can say it it's all all the people make mistakes you yeah. know so don't worry about it you're human you know so don't worry and then from the people that are really professional or experienced and there are unknown um just chill like don't attack that people because there's people that are um are attacked and then these people don't don't want to hear that people because are yelling like well you know so yeah that, that experienced people or professional people just chill and try to talk with that people if that people don't want to talk with you okay chill do your stuff and yeah. you know that you're doing right you know yeah it's hard because you see people spreading like the wrong way but i think that the the two parts have to be communicating and just chill um, together and no because yeah. there's a lot of talk of at the end of the day this is an art and like you said this is all about the enjoyment of dance but the yeah. more we can communicate together um effectively because often the criticism i see is very very um detrimental it's hurtful you know as an influencer i'm sure you don't want to hear someone calling you names and you know being extremely rude to you you're not going to listen to anything that they have to say mm. right versus if it comes from a point of love and understanding and just trying to better understand each other then people are more open to hear your perspective and to understand where you're coming from because then they can actually listen to you and not you know hear all the negativity coming from you and i think it's more keeping it positive and yes. having those open conversations and admitting when you're wrong like you said and just you know coming forward and saying you know what i wasn't educated enough on this and i apologize but all we can do is try to move forward with better understanding and try harder to do those things right and the more we have conversations like you said the better it's going to be rather than just ignoring each other and isolating like you said that's not mm. going to help you as a dancer either because you're going to reach a certain point where you're just unable to continue um leveling up your craft right there's so much mm. more that you can pull from understanding and learning different forms of moving right as opposed to just always doing it one way all the time and not seeing the other perspectives of it yeah totally true yeah <laughs> for sure so i guess we kind of touched on this a little bit but who is your biggest inspiration in the shuffling shapes realm right now um and why is that right now um my biggest ins inspiration i don't have like biggest inspiration like um, in one person you know but it's true that i have a lot of inspiration of dancers like i saw dancers in shuffling is like whoa I, i just get inspired by that person you know so before when i started i have the simon bowles inspiration when i started yeah, yeah. Uh, but then um i don't have well well yeah yeah i have one inspiration one biggest inspiration but it's not a uh, shuffle shapes it's more like uh, other dance style that is kevin paradox for me oh. the philosophy the dance how he uh, explained the things how he uh, mm, made you understand the things is crazy for me just is a big inspiration in dance like in general but yeah and about shuffle shapes i think that all the people that dance are an inspiration 
uh, people that uh, are my followers and they put a hashtag of Marjorie and I saw the videos, I get inspired because I saw one thing that was like, what? I like it, you know? So uh, so I think that inspiration is everywhere in dancers. Yeah. I think that it's everywhere. And um, would you say to the people that you're surrounded by as well, because I know that there's so many amazing shapers in Spain specifically. Do you guys kind of inspire each other to grow more yeah. and learn from each other as well? Because every video I see is 10 times better than the next one. I don't know how you guys <laughs> yeah. do it. You keep leveling up <laughs> together. You. Yeah, um, I have to say, I have to be thankful to Chuflis, um, to, um, to Marvik, that, uh, to Guerrero, to Fingers, to uh, Nick Crew, to all the people that I just grow up dancing, all like my first friend that I started dancing with, but that friend is my inspiration, you know, because they made me grow, they made me, you know, uh, be better, uh, you know, and I think that the the best way to grow up is to be together, dance, uh, keeping that vibe, don't die, you know, you, da you dance because you like it, not, not because you want to be the best because yeah. I think that's a really problem that people want to be the best or just don't be, you know, you don't have to, to think like that. You have to think that uh, you're best from last year, you know, like your own style. Yeah, and so your own best, like you're always yeah. trying to level up yourself, not worried about yeah. other people. Exactly, because uh, one one year ago, more or less, um, I was... Uh, um really struggling with my thoughts and my mind because it was like wow this dancer is so good it's like i i can be like this dancer because he's so good and it's like well why i'm comparing like this was my my change in the mindset that that, that i i say okay stop comparing yourself you 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 were like this and you are like that so you know um you have to be grateful for your progress not see other dancers you know yeah. So I think that people should do this like don't try to be the best or better than just try to be best in yourself, your style. Just uh, keep feeding yourself with people that can make you grow. And yeah, in Spain and in my area, like you know, my friends and the people I meet just made me grow a lot. I think that this is the best part. If I was isolated, I didn't grow. I just made the same thing again and again. So yeah, thanks to God, I just met my friends and my people um, <laughs> and yeah. did you guys all meet through shuffling like you weren't friends before yeah um when i started i just only have two friends from here that um i just teach him what i know and then we started like just free form you know like free form yeah. like okay i make this okay and this fit with the beat okay so let's do this like me you know <laughs> yeah but but then uh, i just um know uh, garoja in the social media yeah. Um, and I saw Garoja and for the first time we talked it in English because uh, we are thinking that we are from America because in Spain nobody dances like yeah. and we talked in the first time like in English and then it, it was like okay you, you speak uh, Spanish and it's like yeah sí, tío, no sé qué español. I'm from Spain too bro like what the fuck where are you from and then, and then uh, we know that we're from Barcelona the two and then we meet together and then um, all started like um, meeting uh, through social media and then just meeting ourselves and then is why uh, when uh, I just know Agroja, uh, Mark Fingers, um, Fajeminku, Anderson Giovanni, mm -hmm. you know all my crew so it's beautiful just to know people by social media and then meeting and then just you know yeah, it's crazy how many friendships you can form 
through shuffling. And yeah. I mean, I could say the same, like so many of my friend group now are people that I started figuring out that they were in my area through shuffling mm. or going to community events and meeting people through that. And then realizing that, you know, we all have this commonality that we love shuffling and that we just want to level up together and spend time together. And, mm. you know, sometimes that's not even shuffling. Sometimes that's just like spending an afternoon together, just enjoying yeah. company. Right. So yeah. it's, it's a beautiful thing that you can make friends even throughout the world. Right. Yeah. Like I'm sure you yeah. have so many people you talk to now that you would have never met through shuffling. Yeah. 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 It, it's crazy because uh, with shuffling, for example, and social media get, that have a lot of impact in, in our dance because we don't talk it about this, but the social media have a lot of impact in our growth as a community because without social media shuffling, mm, probably were like that or just a dance like you know jump style that is little you know like this kind of dance that are little community little, little uh, you know yeah so i think that uh, social media the impact was mm, mm, have a huge role in our community to grow you know so yeah i think it so, wouldn't yeah. be what it is today without social media and the ability to have like a global scale for people to connect and be inspired by each other as well because there's a lot of people that i speak to that are constantly inspired by the spanish shufflers and i'm sure you know you get this a lot but everyone's always kind of just saying i love what these people are doing and i love what they're doing and it's great to kind of have this sense of love and and unity no matter where you are in the world that if you meet a shuffler you both have this common um you both have this common love and you share that love for dancing nice. and from there you can form bonds and relationships with people throughout the globe and i think that's just really unique and and yeah. you're right totally a part of shuffling that may not be a part of other dance styles so much yeah yeah for sure <laughs> so my sort of last question to wrap this up is um what would your advice be to those who are just beginning their shuffle journey because a lot of people say you know what should i expect how long is it going to take and <laughs> this is such yeah. a question that i feel like Without so many people get questions like uh, what hour, uh, how many hours do you train like <laughs> yeah exactly do you use yeah do you have dog <laughs> like yeah all the good things. <laughs> but mm, my advice will be to for like people are just, uh, that are just beginning for me is um like enjoy you know like just try out of things and just um, be funny with the things you are don't be stressful like i have to learn in one month or i want to dance like this and now you know <laughs> so yeah people are so don't have passions you know to, to to this so my advice is uh, enjoy enjoy a lot the journey and um, meet with people that uh, do the same or have the same passion and um, be aware of what you want to do with the dance like because for me at the beginning was dance is just only hobby I, I love music and I just dance when I have time you know but uh, you have to be aware if you want to have the dance for a hobby or if you want to live with the dance because it changed a lot you know so but it's this is like um with time you're aware of what you want to do because for me it takes me three years to know that okay i want to be dance as a part of my professional career or i want to take dance to another level like you know so yeah but it depends but just uh, chill like be patient and consistency in dance because you can learn dance in a week uh, eight hours a day no no chill 
So yeah. just practice, have fun, enjoy the music, uh, and try to express with your body. Uh, try to know what is your movement. If you're good with the chest, if you're good with the, you know, flow movements. So just enjoy, you know, like. Yeah. For sure, because so many people get caught up in, I just want to learn, I just want to be the best, I want to be good right away. And like mm -hmm. you said, it's dance. It's not just like learning how to walk, right? There's so many mm -hmm. layers, there's so much depth to it. So to have a true understanding of it takes time and to be patient with that is important because mm -hmm. the process is exciting. The process is enjoyable. You shouldn't be down on yourself while you're learning. You should be you know, speaking to yourself positively and just trying to promote that growth in a healthy way. Yeah. And last advice from people that are beginning is uh, share, like share your story, share your journey, because I was sharing my uh, journey and yeah. it was uh, like, um, I don't know when and, and why all the social media like start growing, but it all was because I was sharing. So yeah. if you share, you don't know if you can impact in one mind and you can um, just inspire. So yeah. people that inspire, um, you know, if you inspired, you you get inspired, you know. So I think that you the only advice, uh, the, la the last advice is share. Share what are you doing. Uh, don't worry if you do one step and it's wrong. Don't worry, just share your, your progress, share your journey and share is everything for me. Like. For sure. I think that's a really inspirational way to look at it because I don't think if people were sharing with others about shuffling, it would grow to what it is today. So in order to get that to where we want it to be, like you said, on, on the global dance scale, we need to just keep sharing what we love about it, the passion that we have for it and why it makes a difference in your life, right? Because so many people that start it, um, they just can't stop. They love it so much. And to share that passion with others is going to pass on that love that you have. And it's just going to make somebody's life better. Yeah, exactly. For sure. So I guess um, moving forward, you know, I, I'm sure you've got always so much plans in the works, but what uh, projects can we expect for you in, from you in the near future? Anything mm -hmm. exciting coming out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like always. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay my like my first um project that i i have in the near future that i have now is shuffle academy so this is this project for me is like my life like what i can spread to the world like when i die what we have like okay shuffle academy because martyr is dead so <laughs> you know it's yeah. like my legacy because i want just to spread that because now i'm alive uh, i'm i can inspire but you will be like dead or you can you can or not new people new new generation will be the next inspiration you yeah. know so i'm thinking about how i can uh do things that are uh more than i myself you know yeah. i don't want just only to work myself you know work on something that can just spread to all the people and not um, only me like people can continue this thing you know yeah to so. serve to serve the community yeah so shuffle academy is my um, my project and near future and um, i don't know when but i'm so excited that is influence uh, in canada and yes. yeah 
we have the two friends and I'm I, I want to go really hard like I want to go because uh, in Canada uh, it's so beautiful and people told me it's so nice about Canada and I will meet a lot of dancers it's my first time in Canada so yeah from the, for, so for the expo like what can we look forward to you teaching what what can we look forward to you teaching at the ultimate shuffle Ooh, expo crazy things crazy things <laughs> back flips front flips <laughs> no bad but really really um, stuff about myself like my 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 teaching method and a lot of things that will blow up like yeah. in mind, so we'll expand yeah. your perspective on shuffling much more yeah yeah of course I'm sure if they're watching this interview, they're probably realizing how excited they are to really learn from one of the best and someone who's so humble as well. I mean, you're, you really have paved the way for shuffling for so many people and you have such a great outlook on it. You're not, like you said, trying to, you know, compete with others or be the best. You're just trying to spread the love and the passion that you have for this dance. And it's, it's so obvious that this is your your passion and your life's calling your legacy as you say so mm -hmm. in canada we are so excited to have you we're hoping in april it's gonna be a go yeah in april. then you know Let's it'll hope, be please. yeah i'm honestly i'm crossing my fingers my toes yeah. i'm so excited to have you here and and to learn from you. And uh, you said also you will probably be going to the US as well if you're coming to Yeah, so probably. Sure. Uh, probably in the near future, if it all goes good, like, you know, maybe uh, the last year I made a tour in Latin America. We are thinking about making a tour in America. So we will see in the future, but it, it, it's maybe it's like probably so on. Yeah, yeah. I think it's not um, if it's going to happen. It's just when, when it's going to happen, when all of this settles with, you know, yeah. the, whole, the whole global pandemic, once that kind of settles, it's like, all right, we're moving into that right away. Yeah. As soon as we can travel, we will. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. sure. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Well, I thank you for taking this time to speak with me. Um, I know that you're super busy. You've got a lot going on. Um, but I'm sure, you know, everyone, all the listeners and the viewers on Shuffleance are going to be so excited to hear your perspective on things. And just want to thank you again for all you do for the community and um, how much you're serving others and trying to help and assist everyone else grow around you, because it's all about bringing the community up with you, as you were saying, and not just trying to be that one person at the top. I think it's more um it's more enjoyable when you're able to help other people in that process yeah. for sure. so, yeah, so um where can where uh, I, everyone find you oh um, um, yeah. in my social media um only fans if you <laughs> <laughs> but um i have um instagram youtube tiktok all my name is martore on facebook but yeah you can for sure. Yeah. And anything else that, you know, you want to leave off with? Yeah, I, I just want to thank you again uh, that you invite me in this interview. It's my first interview in English, so I <laughs> hope yeah, that my English goes uh, really good and you understand my English. But yeah, and I'm, I I really appreciate the, um, the love, the, the words you say to me. And yeah, I, and I thank you. Um, I just want to thank you the the effort you make in your community, the, the work you make, because you're doing good stuff with Shufluence and with your uh, personal brand, you're doing really good stuff for Shuffle community. So I want to thank you for this and um, the interview. So 
thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, it's just, it's really nice to communicate with people in this community community that are um, all trying to achieve the same goal. And I think if we all work together, we can do that together. We don't have to be isolated and separating each other. We can all, we can all rise together and help each other. And that's yeah. just really what Shafluence is about. So I'm happy to give you a platform to speak your truth to the world because I think more people need to hear from that. Yeah. yeah. So thank okay. you again and take care. Hope to see you in Barcelona soon. Yeah, hope that uh, this ends and we can just meet again. Yeah, so, and yeah. compete. I'm excited for the competition. <laughs> yeah, what? It will be crazy. For yeah, sure. I'm excited. You will see compete. a lot of crazy things with the dancers. Yeah, yeah. It will be yeah, really it's nice. Yeah, mind blowing for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you again for joining me and take care. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. Take care. Bye.